Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast, hashtag Pitbull Stories Edition. My name is Rachel Laurie Harris. I'm a professional dog trainer, and I'm also the proud owner of an American Staffordshire Terrier that we lovingly call Waylon. In this series, Pitbull Stories, I talk with pitbull owners all over the world, and we share our stories about pitbulls, how we got into pitbulls, how we love pitbulls, what we've learned from them, and how we're advocating for the breed now. I'm really looking Looking forward to sharing these stories. And if you'd like to be a part of this series, please follow us over on the Instagram at a good feeling underscore NCO. Send me a DM. I would love to chat and hear your pitbull story. Enjoy. When actually her name is Emma. Um, I got her for my birthday when I was in third grade. Um, she was my first dog. She was like a lab shepherd mix, but like, you know, I was so young. So like, I knew I loved dogs, but I wasn't like, you know, really super into it. Like she was like my childhood dog, like growing up. So she was like, what really kind of like, like started it. And then she passed away, um, like the day before I went to college and I was so upset. And I like, I knew since then, like my mom's like, you're going to be the type of person that always has a dog in your life. Like you are that person. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and like, like the next day, like we ended up like, uh, cause I went to college like later that, that night. So, um, cause I had my own place and everything and, uh, we actually ended up getting another dog. So like we, we were, you know, only without a dog for like less than 24 hours. Oh before we like <laughs> got another one and then we um we have Nikki um she's that same dog that I was talking about she's 13 now like 14 she's a chihuahua mix and she's a rescue and then we have Todd also who Zeus is like next to me right here <laughs> um, perfect snuggler yeah <laughs> and we got Todd and Zeus uh like two weeks apart I think um, Todd was, Todd was a bit of an accident. Um, actually it was almost a really bad accident, but, uh, he was a rescue also. So. Nice. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. So, um, okay. So was Zeus the first of like the Pitbull variety then? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So did you set out to like get a Pitbull like type dog or like tell it? So how did you choose Zeus? So I was living in North Carolina at the time. Um, and I knew that, uh, my friend was going to move in with her, um, future fiance. So they were like, you know, planning to move out. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be by myself, like, like I want a dog, like, and not just like a cute little fluffy dog. Like I want a dog. So, so, and I was like, I've always like in my heart, I always wanted to rescue a pit bull. Like I knew that at some point in my life, I, I had to. Um, but the media brainwashed me a lot and it, you know, it was like, it was always in the back of my head, like, okay, like what if, what if, but you know, like I knew I had to. So I had every intention of going, um, to the shelter to, to look for like a pit bull type. And, um, but I hesitated because I, I actually, I looked up uh, like pet finder and like Craigslist and I was like, just kind of like searching. I'm like, well, I know I'm going to go to the shelter the next day, but let me just look now. And this was like mid afternoon. This is like two o'clock or so. And I was looking up faces and like, you know, just, you know, saying like pit bull types, whatnot. I saw his face 
And I was like, uh, that's it. I, I, I'm not searching anymore. Like this is my dog. He wasn't even my dog. And I knew he was my dog. So I was messaging the owners and, um, the guy was like, well, funny story. I kind of need you to pick him up. Like now I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't even have, I had no dog collar, no leash, no, I didn't have a no water supplies. bottle. Nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, no, like I'm really sure. I'm like, okay. And then I, then I got a call like from his girlfriend, like after I was uh, done emailing him and she was like, uh, yeah, you really need to like pick him up now. I was like, why? And she's like, well, he's going to be put down tomorrow morning. And I was like, oh, I wasn't aware of this. And she was like, yeah, I had a feeling he didn't tell you. And he's also in rough shape. I'm like, what do you mean? Right. Like I, what does rough shape mean? I was like, what, like what? I was like, the picture was like perfect. Like he just, he was like so structurally, like everything. He looked great, you know? And, uh, she's like, well, he, you just, you'll see. I'm like, okay. So I was like, I, there's no way I was going to let this dog get put down. Absolutely none. Um, so I literally like packed up my stuff and like, you know, whatever I could, I like borrowed my friend's dog leash. Cause like she, ha we actually had like a pit bull, like living with us, like at the time, but it was her dog. Um, and she was older and she was always good with dogs. So like, we weren't worried about that or anything, but, um, so we went to, I actually met up with them in a Walmart parking lot. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes from my house. I went by myself. Like it was sketchy. Like I probably should not have done that, but I was determined to get this dog. And, uh, so I got him and he, he was rough. He was smelly. He, his fur was just like, it looked like he hasn't been bathed in days. He, his teeth were all yellow. I was like, Oh God. And he was like, he was probably maybe like 35 pounds, 40 pounds like this. I'm saying like, I could put like my fingers around his stomach. I was like, Oh my God. Not to mention that, that like, you know, like that message in the back of my head that's kind of like, okay, you're like, you sure you want to do this? Because you know, pit bulls, and, uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm kind of, you know, I, ha I have to, I'm not going to back out. And so he literally was like, okay, here's the dog, put him in my backseat, closed the door, shut the door and drove off. And I was like, what oh just happened? <laughs> like, no, hi. I didn't even get a chance to like, you know, really, I mean, you know, even talk with him. He just threw him in my backseat. And so we had this like dirty collar on and I'm like, well, and you know, funny story is that we were right by Petco. So I had to literally like, you know, bring him into Petco and people are looking at me like, why would you bring this dirty, like smelly dog? And I was like, I've had this dog for 10 minutes. Literally, I'm doing my best here, people. I'm doing my best. <laughs> like, and the girl was like, oh, okay. Like, you know. Um, and it was funny too, because I had this, uh, this family that was like, you know, probably in the next aisle or so. And the girl, her, this little two-year-old girl came running towards me with him. And I was like, the mom was like, oh, is he friendly? I'm like, 
I don't know. (laughs) She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I've only had him for a few minutes. And she, she grabbed onto him and like, like just like kind of rubbed on him and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, well, okay. He's good with kids. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) And I mean, he just like melted. And like, I knew, I knew then like he on the ride home, he put his head on my arm. I was like, you know what? I was like, this is going to be fine. I was like, whatever we have to do to make it work, like, we'll be okay. <laughs> We've got this. So, yeah. did, so did the previous owners give you any backstory or like why they were so, like wanted to get rid of him? Like, did you get any details? Did they even tell you how old he was? Yeah, I, it was like pulling teeth. It was, I was like, okay, so, you know, obviously his name is Zeus. They're like, yeah, okay. Um, how old is he? I'm like, well, I think like 14 months. I'm like, okay like come on you know I'm trying to that rough of shape at that young age yes I mean he's still yeah I mean his like his his canines three out of the four are cracked like underneath so I've always watched them for years just to make sure like he's not in pain or anything um you know I've, I've obviously I've done you know feeding him raw and doing all those teeth cleaners I mean his teeth are good people think he's a puppy still and he's gonna be seven in December he's gonna be a senior so it's you know it's well and if you put love and care into a dog pretty amazing things can happen exactly okay so as you were getting to know Zeus like what was some of the stuff that came up for you that like you were like, wait a minute, should I be worried about this because he's a pit bull? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I started to notice a little bit of a change in his behavior. Um, now, mind you too, I didn't do any research before. I just, I knew that I wanted to save a dog and that was my priority. My priority was getting this dog, you know, and not having, you know, anything bad happen to him. And, you know, cause Zeus was the free to a good home on Craigslist. So that, that in itself is, you know, bad news. So I noticed a little bit of a change in his behavior. You know, like I said, he was always good with other dogs. He was always good with kids. He was always good with people. Um, he actually has his, uh, CGC certification. Um, So yeah, so he's good with that. But, um, you know, there were just little things that were just a little bit off and I was like, you know, people always say it's, you know, how they're raised and all this stuff, but there was just something behind it. And, uh, when he was off leash, um, you know, because I wanted to take pictures of him and I wanted to, you know, start, you know, maybe an Instagram for him, you know, at the time. And I was, I was younger and, you know, I was like, I just want to be able to do this. And, uh, I would unhook the leash and, he was just a completely different dog. It was just, you know, and, and it's not like he was like bad, but he was just, he was misbehaving and it wasn't, you know, I, w- I would take him to the dog park at the time. I used to take him to dog parks, which is a mistake, but, um, <laughs> so I made that mistake time, early on too, girl. I did too. Yeah. I yeah. Too. So that was already, you know, a disaster. And there was a, an instance where, there was a dog that was attacking another dog while we were at the dog park and I couldn't get my dog. Like he was running around the dog park, trying to just do his own. He didn't even care that there was a fight going on. He was just like, Oh, I want to go sniff this tree over there. And 
you know, the heck with you, mom, I'm going to go over here. And I'm like, no, you need to come here when I call you. And so it's just little things like that. And so I, I put him through a, a training program. Um, and you know, he was supposed to be there for like two weeks, but he came back like three and a half weeks and he was a completely, I mean, he did a complete 360. I mean, it's like Zeus could be like two miles away and I'm like, Hey, come here. And he's like, okay, coming. It's, you know, I, it's a completely, and people are even like, what do you, like, what do you do? Like, what is your, you know, you just have to, you know, be a good, be a good owner. And, you know, your dog will feed off that. You give them, you know, like positive reinforcement a lot and that they know like, okay, like I do this, you're going to get a reward, you know, and it's, he's smart. He's really a smart dog. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you bring up a really good point because like, this is very typical, right? Of like dogs in that age range, right? Like the adolescent dogs, the teenage dogs that you see a change in behavior and their motivations start to become much more outward than people focused. And that's very normal. But I feel like as, as blocky headed owners, we almost have like more pressure from the public to like get them quote unquote under control. You know what I mean? But I think that, you know, I think it speaks to every dog needs training. And I think people listening know that like blocky headed dogs are wild beasts. Just yeah. like every other big dog, it doesn't make them crazy, but like yeah. they're high energy athletes. They are. That's what we love about them. But it comes with a level of responsibility and obligation to teach them skill sets to navigate our world. Right? right. Like having, you know, having a golden retriever who runs wild is, is different. It's not fair or right, but it's different. Right. But like if your blocky headed dog is running wild, unfortunately, I feel like there's more cost and consequence. Right. Absolutely. There's, you know, I mean, there's been times where I've walked him through the streets, you know, we have these little like parades and stuff that, um, like, you know, fall things and whatnot. And, you know, I've even seen, I've witnessed, and, you know, I'm sure you have too, like, you know, it's like these like little dogs that are just like, and like, you know, like, I mean, they will go, they will bite, like they might have, you know, a jaw this big, but you know, they'll still bite another dog. And the owner's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's just, you know, he's whatever. And I'm like, yeah, except that that was my dog it would be a completely different story, but you know, here's this little, you know, and I, and I'm only saying this because I have two little, you know, you know two little dogs myself. So I know <laughs> that they're yappers and, you know, like no offense to like little dogs or anything like that. But you know, it's just like, it's with me, it's like, okay, I have a pit. So I'm going to get looked at no matter what, wherever I go 24 seven. And I was talking to somebody else too. And it's like, and this is always going to stay in my head now. It's like you're walking down the street with a machine gun. That's how, that's how I feel a lot of the times because everybody is looking at you like, when is that thing going to go off? Or when is that, that monster going to, you know, do anything? And all he does, I mean, he's at my side, you know, he alerts me if he sees somebody, um, just, you know, but he's you know, God forbid he, you know, steps out of line one time and somebody's like, Oh, it's that pit bull. There's the, you know, and it's never, you know, it's, you always see like pit bull bites, whatever owner headlines, sensational headlines are like dog does this. And you're like, are you kidding? (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's such a shame because we, I put my all into him. 
I mean, 24 seven a day, he steps out of line. I'm like, no, that's not okay. Because we have to, you know, build this, you know, again, it, it, there's, there's a stigma, you know, that that's around and we try our best and, you know, it's like one thing we do wrong and everyone's pointing fingers like, oh, well, you see. Yeah. Right. And I think that, I think that a lot of people listening can relate to this, right? Like the pressure that we feel that like, if our dog does quote unquote misbehave, right? Like we feel more of an obligation to like shift the narrative and the understanding of our communities and helping them understand what amazing dogs that they can be. But I think, you know, something that I think is, is worth diving into more too, is like as a community, like we need to understand that like dogs quote unquote misbehaving are, are sharing and helping us understand that they're emotionally having a hard time. You Correct. know what I mean? And I think that public perception of like reactive dogs and, you know, like barky dogs and stuff like that. Like, I think if we could all recognize that these dogs are having a hard time, it does not make them bad dogs, right? right. Like they're exactly. having a hard time. I think that that could go a long way for not only everyone's understanding of dogs, but especially everyone's understanding of blocky headed dogs. Exactly. And when I was younger too, um, I used to, honestly, I've learned so much um, having Zeus. It's, it's opened my eyes to so many things. And, you know, when I was younger, I was used to be like, oh, that's, that's terrible. Why would they put their dog in a muzzle? I don't understand. Like the poor dog, I should just let it, but it's, it's not, it's so much more than that. And I've, I've learned so much. Like I, I follow so many, um, you know, dog accounts on Instagram and, um, I've learned so much about muzzle training and stuff like that. And, you know, even, even though Zeus doesn't need one, um, I still trained him to, to wear one, you know, just in case. So, you know, a lot of places, you know, I've seen, you know, countries, whatever that they, they have to have a muzzle if they're walking their blocky head, you know, and, and it's a shame, but you know, it's, it's, it's for the dog's safety. You know, it's, it's, they're, they're still good dogs. They just, you know, it's like us. I mean, we're not perfect. You know, you can't expect us to be, you know, thrown into, you know, like society and expect us to be perfect 24 seven. It's not like that. Yes. Right. And, and I love how you bring up muzzle training because I think that like muzzle training is just like a, a cherry on top of the cake of like being a responsible advocate for your dog by training them and preparing them for things that may happen in life, you yeah. know? And, and I love the, the muzzled up project and I love yeah. seeing like all the amazing accounts on Instagram that are muzzle training. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm with you, right? Like Waylon doesn't necessarily need a muzzle, but is it trained? Yeah. Can he wear yeah. it? It's not a big deal. Right. And like, it's an easy thing to do and we can set aside what the public will think about it and we can step up and be an advocate for our dog by training them and preparing them for what life might throw at them. Exactly. And our, um, I mentioned Nikki before, um, when I take her to the vet, uh, she, she needs a muzzle and you know, everyone's like, Oh, she's so cute. She's this little like 15 pound chihuahua. I'm like, no, you can't touch her. And they're like, they're like, why? I'm like, because if she's not, she's more like afraid of you and she's going to react poorly. So just give her space and you know, like she'll be okay. And even the people at like, I had to teach some people, um, you know, even like the, like the assistants at, at the vet's office that, you know, aren't there all the time. Like I understand, but like, you know, you can't pet a dog 
coming from the top, you know, that, that, that's scary. It's like, you see this big hand that's coming down and, you know, you have to gently, you know, but even then I wouldn't even suggest petting her, but you know, still it's like, there are certain things you can do that you have to do differently if you have a reactive dog. And they, they understood that. And she's actually, you know, calmed down a lot of the vet, but you know, just in case I don't want anything to happen. Um, you know, we still keep her in a muzzle and everything, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's challenging, but yeah, no. And they're worth it. Okay. So Katrina, for everyone listening, can you tell us where you are? And I'd love to hear like what your community's reaction has been to Zeus. Oh yeah, sure. So, um, I live on Long Island. Um, so we're in New York and, uh, honestly the community around us, um, it took them a while to accept Zeus. Um, I have an unfortunate story. My neighbor who used to live behind us, he saw, he would, he would always, um, he was one of those older gentlemen that would, you know, be in the window and watch TV. And, you know, he had that same routine and he, I always used to walk Zeus. I mean, I still do, but you know, I walk him around the block and one day he came outside and he said, you're not allowed to walk your dog past my house anymore. I was like, why? I, I live I live right behind you. You know that, right? He goes, yeah, well, I see your dog every day and I don't want you walking past my house anymore. I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, but why can you like tell me? And he's like, well, the next time I see your dog on my property, I'm going to shoot him. I'm like, okay, you can't do that. <laughs> like you, I was like, what, why? He's like, he's like, I don't like pit bulls. He's like, that thing is like, but you know, he's terrible. I don't even know why people would own kind of like, you know, like those type of dogs. And I'm like stuttering because I was so mad at the time. And even just thinking back to it just infuriates me. And I was, I was trying to, you know, tell him that there's nothing wrong with these type of dogs. It's, it's the, the media that is telling you all these bad things, but he is a good dog. He's like, I don't care. I don't care what you say. You're never going to change my mind. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I, you know, I was like, honestly, I, I don't know what else I can do, but I'm not going to stop walking my dog, you know, because I was like, I'll walk across the other side of the street if you want. But he's like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm like, okay. But you know, my, my other neighbors at first, they were still a little iffy, but Zeus is fearless. He'll walk up to anybody. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't care if you don't like him or not, you're going to like him. <laughs> He's that kind of dog. He walks into a, into a room and he demands attention. And <laughs> so I'm, you know, a, a lot of my neighbors did accept him after a while. And they're like, you know, I can't believe that we used to think that, you know, these type of dogs were bad because your dog, he doesn't bark. He doesn't, you know, he just is by you the whole time. He doesn't do anything. I'm like, yeah you know, that that's all he is, <laughs> you know? And yeah. And I feel like that's, that's a lot of people's experience, right? Like at first people are a little hesitant, maybe a little resistant. Hopefully a small percentage of people are as uh, overtly uh, opposed to pit bulls as your one neighbor. But I feel like the dogs know exactly what to do because they are not weighed down by stigma, right? Like they don't even know that it exists. For, so for right. them, it's just like navigating through life, right? right. And it, it, it makes me so happy, right? When like, 
and not all pit bulls have to love people, right? Like it's totally right, right, fine when right. they don't. Oh yeah. When they do, in Zeus's case, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's so beautiful to watch them literally just work their magic and people be like, oh my God, pit bulls are amazing. Like, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, like what well, I, I try to take him with me, um, you know, wherever I, I go, which is, you know, obviously if it's like dog friendly. Um, but you know, there, there are some people that, you know, the typical crossing the street and then there are people that just walk up to me and are just like, Oh my God, your dog is beautiful. Like, you know, so it's like, it's like, I never know. I feel like my wall is always up and I'm always guarded because I'm always like, I never know what kind of reaction I'm going to get. Like, Oh, your dog is a monster. And then, you know, you're having other people like, I'm going to take your dog home because he's amazing. And I'm like, Okay. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And it's interesting, right? Because I feel like, you know, I had my first block, he had a dog like 10 years ago. And I feel like in that time, I feel like in in, in Denver in particular, the, the, the perception has really shifted. Like, you know, I was out on a, on a hike with my dogs today and like, we had so many people like very intentionally come and seek out attention from Wayland because they love blocky headed dogs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how beautiful is that? That people are like, oh my God, I love blocky headed dogs, you know? And, oh. and I think that the perception really is shifting in so many ways, right? But then, but then here we still are with like sensational headlines and breed specific legislation still being alive and well, you know what I mean? And and that was such a huge motivator for like this whole series, right? Is that, are we making progress? Yes. Is that beautiful? Yes. Am I proud of it? Yes. Is there still a lot of work to be done? 100%, right? -hmm. Like we're not done and we can't, I don't know if we ever will be. I know. I just, I mean, that's why I do what I do. And a lot of other people, you know, we're constantly saying, um, you know, this is, and you know, also like when I post things and I find that a a lot of other like blocky headed owners do this, they almost put like disclaimers at the bottom of their video because it's like, you know, because pit bulls are, you know, again, like you said, they fit into this like stigma and but you know, at the same time, it's like people forget that like pitbulls are also dogs. Like they're just regular dogs. They just want to fit into this society, and they're seen as this monster because they're you know bred for you know certain purposes and and whatnot, which is a shame and it's absolutely disgraceful. But you know, it's just like it's just, it's just such a shame. I wish and I hope that at some point everybody sees these pit bulls, these blocky headed dogs the way that we do. And I think that's, you know, like why I strive to, you know, I'm always like taking pictures and taking videos and like saying like, you know, I mean, this dog, I mean, he he saved my life on more than one occasion. And, and like, I'm not just talking about like emotionally, like I'm talking about physically, like, like I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And that says a lot. And people don't realize that. They're like, how could your dog do that? I was like, sorry, I'm getting really emotional right now. (laughs) But like, I mean, there was like, I was in like an abusive relationship. And if it wasn't for Zeus, for that one, like that one time frame, who knows what could have happened? You know what I mean? And people are like, wow, like, I didn't know. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is why... 
I fight for these types of dogs because they're amazing and they're so loyal. And one day, one day it will happen that everybody will see these dogs like we see them. I feel oh like I'm crying now because that was <laughs> so fucking beautiful. And it's, like, it's, it's so true. Like it, it's profound. It's profound. Absolutely. Like the, the capacities of our dogs and what we get to gain in our lives because of them. And I think that they give us way more than we deserve. And oh, yes. <laughs> I think that it's, it's the least that we could do, right. To communicate and educate the community about how loving and beautiful our dogs can be. Absolutely. Oh and you know, it's, it's funny too, cause we have, uh, um, not just Instagram, but TikTok also. And, you know, like I noticed with, and a lot of my friends are on there too, but I noticed with like some bigger accounts that, um, you also get a lot of hate, um, and, and, you know, comment section and everything. Like I've had, I had this one person, um, duet one of my videos, um, with a gun that was pointed to his head. Oh and, my God. Yeah. And I like, I shut down. I was like, I cannot believe, you know, I, I, I did a live video. I did everything. I was like, this is absolutely unacceptable. I was like, I know that there are some younger kids on that app, but th that is not okay. Like, why, why would you do that? And it was just, I mean, and I've seen some pretty horrible stuff too on, on other people's, um, you know, blog headed accounts and you know they're like oh why, why would you own that but you know ever since then um you know I I always stand up for him and I've I've gotten less and less and less and less hate and it's it's good because I know that I'm getting somewhere like I know that like people are like wow that you know and and like I'm real like I'm 100% like if you're gonna like come at me like that like I'm gonna be like yo this is not right bring it on like yeah i was like i like i just turned like my birthday was uh yesterday i just turned 30 like i was like i don't have time for games this is not <laughs> happy birthday but yeah crazy, right like nothing quite elicits an anger or fire inside of me as someone who wants to unnecessarily target my dog right okay. like it's and i think that that i think that so many people listening right now are like I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, right? like, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right? But I think that it speaks to there's so much work that we still need to do. Yes. Yeah. Right? Okay, so right. I want to kind of wrap it up. I want to hear what is one pitbull myth that you wish would just die already? I hate, I know hate is a strong word, but it's true. The lock jaw. Oh my God. That bothers me so much. I don't know why it does but it just, it rubs me the wrong way. And I really think that people, instead of doing their research, they just, they listen to the, to, to the media, like, you know, and it's, it's a shame that you don't actually go in depth on a, on a topic. You just, you know, Wikipedia it. And it's like, oh, Pitbull's lockjaw. It's like, what? No, that's not. <laughs> There's so much more information out there and so many trainers and so many like amazing people doing all this good work. And it's. <sighs> yeah, no, I feel you. And it's like, it's just, it's so, it's so wild to me, right? Like the things that people will believe. 
Like, okay, so they never can unhinge their jaw. And <laughs> like, how would that even actually work? Like, right. how, like how, how would locking jaws even be possible? Like, exactly. <laughs> it's, just it's crazy. Okay, so if listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you? Um, so on Instagram, um, we are handsome.zeus. Um, our old Instagram actually got hacked. We had about like 22,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So we had to start over, but it's okay. Cause you know, nobody can stop us. So. Yeah, no, they can't. Oh my God. And I love following you and seeing his sweet freaking face every day. Oh my so, God. And, um, uh, and then you're on TikTok. Is it the same handle? Yes. Um, so for TikTok, it was my old Instagram handle, which is handsome underscore Zeus underscore. Got it. Okay. And I'll be sure to include links to that in the show notes that people can find you. Thank you okay. so sure. much for chatting with me today. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co you can also find us on facebook at a good feeling dog training as well as our website agfdogtraining.com. dog